Hey there, English speakers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, and it is my mission to help you, the intermediate and advanced level English speaker, finally take control of this language, finally feel great when you're speaking English, Finally, be in control so that you can generate more income, create more opportunities, and have a greater impact with your career or business. As I said, I'm Jesse. I am an English teacher, a coach, a consultant, a mentor, and an all-around okay guy. But anyway, enough about me. Today, we have a jam-packed episode And it's in response to a question that I got on my LinkedIn page. I posted a a poll right on my LinkedIn profile. And I essentially asked where people were with their English, right? Do you have control of it? How do you master it? Things like that. And I got a very interesting question in the comments. And the person asked, How do I master English? So rather than jumping in the DMs or sharing a post in the comments, I want to share my answer with you. I'm going to share it with that person directly. But this is this podcast, this episode is in response to that question. How do I master English? So that's what I'm going to look at. Um, a few things. Today's episode is going to be heavy. It's going to be dense. It's going to be full of information and, and advice for you to practice and implement, not just listen to. So uh, I say this all the time, but watch this with a, listen to this with a paper and a pen to take notes And this especially will be an episode you'll want to listen to a few times until you really grasp the concepts, until you really understand what the ideas are. And it'll be a really easy way to know whether you understand them because you will literally feel different when you're engaging in English. If you follow the steps today, which I'm gonna lay out, what I would lay out to you if I were to have you in a, if you were to pay me for a lesson, right? To teach you this. I'm gonna teach this to you directly. And and the only thing is there's no interaction, right? So if you do have any questions, if you do have any any doubts, any concerns, any examples, then reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever, and uh, and ask away, right? So let's get into it. How do you master a language? How do you master English specifically? This is tailored mostly towards English, but it works for any language, especially if you are in the more intermediate and advanced levels, right? So there'll be a few just steps. The first step, you see the problem that many people have is they start at step three, 
for example. They don't start at step one. If you don't start in the right place, then you're, <laughs> it's really hard to go in the right direction. It's really hard to get where you want to go because you're not starting at the right place. You're not building a foundation. So we want to build a foundation first. That's what we do with the ego method. The ego method is different than any other any other way, well, traditional style lessons because we don't start with the language. You already have it. You already have the language. You already have kind of a foundation or else you wouldn't be listening to this English-only podcast, right? So we don't have to start with you know, studying grammar or just practice or anything like that. We can start inside you. And that's what it is. Number one, the step one, what do you want? Write that down for me, right? Number one, step one, what do you want? Now, I ask this question a lot and I get a lot of answers that are, you know, good English teacher answers. You know, answers for an English teacher. What do you want? Well, I just want to practice and I want somebody to correct my errors. Or I want to improve my grammar or I want to increase my business English vocabulary. And this is the wrong place for you to start. When I ask, what do you want? You probably don't want someone to practice with. Sure, that that would be fun. That's nice. You get to talk with somebody else. And part of my program, I teach you how you can do that. But that's not a goal, right? That's not something that you strive. Oh, I'm working. I want to hire a teacher so I can practice. Like, you can do that for free. I will not take your money to do that. So if you ask me, like, I won't do it, but I'll show you how you can find a speaking partner for free, right? So um, that's number one, know what you want. So what does that look like? What are some examples? Um, What do you want? I want to get an advancement, a promotion in my company and work with the international Um, department, right? What will that do for you? Well, it will give me an extra, you know, $20,000 a month in, in income plus bonuses, right? Now we're talking here. That gives us a specific target plus your motivation to get there. You see what I mean? You see how that's different than... I want to practice and I want to learn vocabulary. You see the difference there, right? Another one, what do you want? Uh, I want to live and raise my kids in a foreign country, but I don't feel good about my English to find a job. Okay, so that's, let's focus on that. Yeah, we will learn English and I'll give you the tools and we're going to talk about that today. The tools to, to improve, to grow, to learn But let's focus on what you want, right? Because at the end of the day, if you focus on what you want, that's like a magnet. 
And that will kind of keep your eyes focused on north, right? It'll keep your eyes focused on on your destination, right? If just your what you want, oh, I want to practice. If that's just your your what you want, that motivation is not going to last that long and it's not going to be that powerful for you to progress. Does that make sense? So that's the first that's the first know what you want, right? Then the next step kind of goes with that and that's believe that you can do it. Believe that you can do it. Now, it's easy to say, well, that's really positive, Jesse. Like I've heard that when I was little. Believe in yourself, but it's not that. It's not necessarily, it is that. But with English, it's very specific. And this is very, 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 very important because I can almost guarantee you because I've seen it time and time and time and time again that you, you who who's listening to me right now, you are much closer to your English desire than you realize. I promise you. Well, I can't promise every single person that listens, but you know what I mean. For you, I do. You are much closer than to your English goals, to your English desire, to whatever it is that you want in English, your new job, moving abroad, uh, making friends, communicating in a relationship. You are much closer to that desire than you realize. And you know how I know that? Because that's the way that the game is played, (laughs) essentially. Because it's your subconscious programming has created this image, this self-image of you. You have the self-image that, my poor English, I'm sorry for my poor English. Oh, I want to be perfect in my English. Oh, my poor English. Because your whole... English life has been probably classrooms, teachers, homework, exams, comparing yourself with others, uh, not being good enough, comparing yourself with native speakers, comparing yourself with fluent speakers, feeling like you're not enough, being told you're not enough, having error corrections, uh, correcting your exams, correcting your writing, Um, giving you poor grades, giving you more homework, which doesn't really improve your fluency. And all of that is just putting your self-image lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. So after you know what you want, or at the same time that you know what you want, that's better. You've got to know that you're there. Right? Because I've literally been, and it's not only me, and it's a, actually, I just had a conversation earlier today with another native speaker. And we had the same conversation this, my poor English. Like, it's people will be talking to us in English, and 
it'll be a comfortable conversation and out of nowhere they say, I'm sorry for my poor English. Okay, it's, that's disgusting. Stop saying that. It's disgusting for us to hear because you're speaking our language, but, but also it's disgusting to hear because for one, either it's false humility, so it's not authentic. So how can you be real when you're not being real to yourself? Or option B, it's you're being overly self-critical because you've been beaten down your whole academic life. Either way, it's unhealthy and it's disgusting. So my poor English has got to go. (laughs) You know? So, and because it's not serving you. If you say my poor English, my poor English, my poor English, where is the motivation to learn? To progress? How can you have a good objective view on what you need to improve on if it's just my poor English, right? You don't know what you have to improve on, which that brings me to point number three, right? And today's episode, it's going to be a little longer than usual, right? I like to have these in under 18, 20 minutes. We're probably going to go a little longer today, so so get ready. <laughs> um... So number one, know what you want. Number two, at the same time, believe that you're there. Believe that you can do it. Believe that you are that English speaker. You have that English speaker inside. If that English speaker is not demonstrating themselves already. Now, if you are listening to this podcast, if you listen to this every week, I know that you are much closer than you realize because I'm only speaking English and I don't give you that English teacher talking. I talk to you for real. (laughs) You know, I talk to you for real. Sometimes I swear and say bad words, whatever. We're adults. But so number one, know what you want. Number two, believe in yourself. And number three, here's where the language training starts. So where most people fail is they start at part three. I just want grammar and vocabulary. (laughs) Well, here's the problem with that. You already know a lot more grammar and a lot more vocabulary than you use. How about that? You already know a lot more vocabulary and a lot more grammar than you use. So the problem isn't you don't want to learn more grammar. You don't want to learn more vocabulary. The the issue is you have it all in your head. So let's take some language training now. Some what I call hunting to build language awareness So that what is in your head can come through and come out of your mouth when you want it to. How does that sound? So that's what we're going to do. So the first part is to build that language awareness. Build that language awareness. Language awareness means, like, essentially pick up patterns. We speak in patterns. 
Once you start noticing this and once you start applying this, I promise you, you will never look at any language, even your own language the same because you're not going to look at it word for word. You're going to look at it in groups of words that form patterns because we have speaking patterns. You'll hear mine too, speaking patterns, the way we use grammar. We, a lot of the time, will repeat the same sentence forms, will repeat the same sentence structures, will repeat the uh, similar expressions, things like that, right? For example, things like that. I probably say that a lot, things like that. So you would want to take that, what I call hunting. Observe patterns that come up and take the ones I have this notes organizer that I use, that I teach about. Let me know and I can, I can show that to you. I have uh, some material on YouTube and I've talked about this before. I can, uh, I can create a social media post about this to teach this. But we wanna take and observe sentence patterns, take the ones that resonate with us, take the ones I want to use, Put the ones I don't really find useful to the side. I divide uh, certain patterns into two groups. The ones I want to take. Expressions and groups that are good to use. And expressions and groups that are good to know. Because you don't want to use the same amount of energy in everything with English. That's fucking ridiculous that's gonna waste a lot of time that's gonna waste a lot of mental energy and that's why you believe that you want um 90 minutes of class twice a week or you want two hours of conversation practice because you are just used to studying a bunch of useless shit in your english class not because um, learning the past perfect is useless. It's not. It has its place. But you don't want to use the same amount of mental energy learning and using a past perfect form as you would in learning how to um, use a, you know, the first conditional if that's what you use most. Right? So understand what that's where number one comes in, right? Know what you want, right? If you are preparing for a job interview, like studying intricate grammar forms is probably not your most efficient path. Do you see what I'm saying here? If you're preparing to give speeches and presentations, like learning, doing exercises on, is it first, second, or third conditional? Like, yeah, those are, are useful at times, but let's find the language patterns that will help you and serve you the most. And then if we have to, then we'll look at the grammar to make sure you say it correctly and you know why that is the way we say it. Does that make sense at all? So we're kind of going backwards from what you're used to. 
And then once you start learning these sentence patterns, right? I told you we're going deep. So I hope that you brought a pen and listened to this several times. Once you start learning these sentence patterns or, or once you start becoming aware of what the sentence patterns look like, right? And you start being able to pick out groups of words that form an expression. And then you start learning that different expressions have a similar kind of structure, right? And then that's where the grammar is, right? So then it's like, you do this if that's what you want, right? You learn that if that's what you want. Well, oh shit, okay. If that's what you want, you have that if, right? That's a conditional, that's conditional on if I want this, Uh, And then you observe like what comes before that, what comes after this, like a result if or or, um, do an action if you want this result, right? That might be or you'll have this result if you do that action. So instead of thinking of grammar in like this mathematical equation, maybe that serves some people. But if you just want language to give efficient effective presentations then let's find out how you want to sound and then figure out what the best way is to say that and then you'll observe the language and and the structure and how that's formed again it should be noted this is best for intermediate and advanced level speakers that really kind of already have a handle on the language and now we're just taking it to that next level does that make sense and then we get into the practical use right because that's what we're looking at we're going streamlining right into the practical theoretical language learning yeah that's cool right learning you know, the the direct object, the indirect object, and all that. Like, that's important. There are places there. But if you have a specific objective and a high-level objective, and you just, you don't have much time, and you don't have, like, years, or, or you don't want to spend hours in a class, let's just get to the objective. And then figure out and master the language along the way through language awareness. Another thing about language awareness, it will give you that control. Once you look at language in this way, once you look at it like a puzzle and you take the pieces, take the chunks, maybe you see like a square, right? So a square would be... Does that make sense? The expression, does that make sense? Then, every time you hear, does that make sense? Like, you see it in, like, a square. You see it in, like, a pattern, in a group. And then next time somebody else says that, does that make sense? They're like, ah, yeah, that's a square. (laughs) You know what I mean? Does that make sense? (laughs) And then you start seeing, like, different, different intonations. And you can take it as deep as you want. Does that make sense? Right? Does that make sense? You'll hear different in you'll hear different intonations that deliver different messages. But 
Don't focus on that yet if you're not at that level, right? Just start observing first and then take it deeper as you need it and as you go. Right there, you can go as deep as you go with this. Another thing is with language awareness, it's being aware of, of your real ability. Forget this false humility shit. Like there are cultures where like you want to put yourself humble and, and you don't want to brag. That's cool. But don't let that seep into your real uh, English person. Does that make sense? Now, you see, I like respect cultures. If your culture is like humility, bowing or whatever, right? Like I've done that. I used to live in South Korea, right? You bow. I love that culture. There's such a humility, right? When you pour a drink for um, someone who's older than you or in a higher status or just out of respect, you use two hands to pour. You use two hands to hold your glass, Right? There are certain customs, there are certain levels of respect. But here's the thing when you're learning a different language, it is an opportunity. <laughs> it's an opportunity to form a different person, to form a different personality. You see, this is an opportunity. You can create the English speaking person that you want. You want to be more outgoing? This is your opportunity. Create this English speaking person that's outgoing. I mean, I've done that. I think I'm more outgoing in Spanish or maybe not now, but I've learned how to be more confident and I've learned how to be more extroverted through in English, through my, and I'm going to sound crazy here, <laughs> but through my Spanish speaking um, character or personality that I created, right? Because this is an opportunity. You can become, you want to be a strong, powerful speaker. You, well, guess what? Your English character, your English personality, your English person that you're developing is a strong personality. It is a strong public speaker. It is a leader. This English personality that you are creating, you are a strong leader. You are a strong interview. You are a person that people listen to. This is who you're creating, right? Make no mistake about it. There's a good expression. That's a good expression right there. Hunt that. Make no mistake about it. You are creating somebody. Now, that person that you're creating, it can be anyone that comes out, right? So it can be a timid, afraid, self-doubting person. And unfortunately for many English learners, that's the person they've created because of what I said earlier in this episode. Afraid of the mistakes and then making more mistakes and seeing mistakes that aren't there. I've seen that a lot. Like my clients. I, I had a client that 
that they were always worried that they were saying the the words in the wrong order when I brought it to his attention. And he was a confident, he was a business owner. He led teams of people, generated a lot of revenue, had a lot of confidence, but he had this one thing, like he was afraid that he was mixing up the word order. Until it brought it to his attention that he wasn't. I've never heard that. That changed everything. I believe that that, our entire time together came down to that moment when he realized that. I remember that happening. I can do the same thing for you. In fact, for some people listening to this episode is making something click. I feel that right now. Somebody's listening to this and they're saying, that's goddamn right, Jesse. You are goddamn right. I am creating another person. I am creating somebody. I am creating a leader. Say that out loud. Say that to yourself. Let mistakes, mistakes are going to happen. You've heard it. I, if you, just like that, if you, you know, people always, always say to me, you know, I just don't want to think about what I want to say. I just want it to come out. And I'm like, well, then guess what? Take out your brain and put in a computer chip. And that way you, well, no, that's, fuck that. Even computers have to think, (laughs) right? Like, what do you mean you don't want to think about what you're going to say? Like, I think. A lot of these problems that happen in this world are because people don't think about what they want to say. (laughs) You know, and that's what you want? No, come on, man. Like, it's human. Take note of it. Take a survey. Take a self-audit of yourself (laughs) and, and note and highlight, like I do in these episodes, when you maybe stumble over your words in your language, when you kind of are in mid-sentence and you have to kind of change what you're going to say because of the thing you just said. Maybe it doesn't fit grammatically, so you have to steer around it. In your language, I mean. In your language. You know what I mean? So... Take an audit. Take a survey. This is part of language awareness, right? There's a dog, (laughs) you know, our neighbor's dog. um, She gets a little loud. But take a self-audit. That's part of language awareness. Once we have a greater language awareness, this is the point of this episode. If you've made it this far, congratulations. Because it wasn't easy. And I want you to take a second, and that's part of language awareness too. When you do something worth congratulating yourself, when you do something that's not always easy, there's some, <laughs> there's some, like, you, congratulate yourself. Feel, you know, like there. Look, I just got distracted by the dog, <laughs> the, the neighbor dog, right? Barking. Okay, I got to come back on track. That doesn't mean I'm not fluent in English. That doesn't mean that my message isn't worthy of being heard. 
And if you have to stumble over your words, if you, you know, have to maneuver around a word because you don't know how to really describe it the way you want, maybe that happens in your language too. And maybe that's okay because maybe your message, you, I'm still talking to you. I'm talking to some very specific people in mind. But if you're listening to this right now, you've made it 32 minutes. I'm especially talking to you because it's important to you. Your message deserves to be heard. You want to share your message. And it's not fair to you. And it's not fair to those people whose lives could be changed by your message. For you to keep it inside of you. Because you're afraid of making a mistake. Because you're frustrated because you have to think about what you're going to say. Because you can't come up with the perfect word that you want to say. Because guess what? It all comes back because to the fact like that. <laughs> like what just happened to me. It comes back to the fact that it happens in your language. And it doesn't bother you. And that comes back to the beginning of the conversation that it's this negative self-image that you have from a lifetime of just academic learning that has served you up to a point, but now you want to get up to that next level. Right? And that next level is being a leader, being strong enough feeling strong enough in your language that you can lead people on a sales call. You can lead people from a stage. You can lead an international team. You can lead a, um, whatever, a, a, you know, your executive clients. You can lead your family because you have the language awareness and having that language awareness takes those controls. You are now flying the plane. And you decide what English you want to learn because you have your destination in mind. Does that make sense? And there's that expression again. And uh, there we have it. This was a full episode. This was a longer episode than I normally like to, to do now. But it was so, so important and so, so valuable. If you are still listening, I appreciate the hell out of you. So thank you for sticking around. And if you do want to take your English communication to the next level, to inspire, to motivate people, to create more opportunities, to generate more income, to make a bigger impact, to get out of your own way so that you feel in control, if any of this resonated with you, For one, give us a rating and a comment um, wherever you're listening to that, listening to this, and reach out. Let me help you. Let me give you some specific guidance. Let me give you some specific direction. And we can get you to that next level. And if I can't, I will show you somebody who, who can. But 
uh, if your issue is language. I am that person. Let's not be humble. <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, I've been going, I'm going crazy now. Okay, that's it for me. I have had it with you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Reach out, connect, say hi. In the meantime, keep teaching, keep learning. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.